Hello, friends, and welcome to Judgment, the ultimate movie ranking podcast. Here, we enter films into a competition-style showdown, then discuss, rank, and rate before offering our final judgment on what should move forward in our tournament of champions. This season, we have chosen our favorite horror films to face off. We will finish up round one of our competition with John Carpenter's Village of the Damned versus Return of the Living Dead. Today, we will be reviewing John Carpenter's Village of the Damned. Fair warning, we will discuss this movie in depth, so spoilers ahead. Now let's have some fun. Enjoy. Alright, welcome back. This is week eight of the horror movie showdown. This is our last round one matchup. And today we have Village of the Damned going against Return of the Living Dead. Um, Both great. This was Jill's nomination was Village of the Damned, and Andrew had Return of the Living Dead. So I think just to get started, we will hand it off to Jill, which um, will be her turn to give an overview. So Jill, Village of the Damned. Go for it, Jill. So Village of the Damned, the John Carpenter movie that I saw for the first time when I was maybe six or seven years old again this is another one of the ones that i probably shouldn't have been watching as a child but did um so essentially a big wave comes through this small town it's pretty remote um i guess it's an alien wave and basically knocks out an entire town makes them unconscious when the women wake up they are all pregnant at least a dozen of them, roughly, are pregnant. Um, and the movie showcases what happens when they start raising these kids. Um, basically, shit hits the fan with all of these terrifying Aryan children. Great point. That's the synopsis. Oh, that's it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. That's the movie. Um, I do want to add that... Kirstie Alley is in this movie. Kirstie Alley. Well, actually, there's a lot of heavy hitters at the, for the there time. Are, yeah. Um, very surprising. I was very surprised. I was like, mm-hmm. wow, you got Christopher Reeve. Yes. You got Superman. Kirstie Alley. Is that her name? Kirstie? Kirstie. Kirstie yeah. Alley. Never, I always pronounce it wrong. Is it Kirstie? Um, is it Kirstie? I, I guarantee I'll pronounce it wrong at least three okay. times tonight. So right. We got Kirstie Alley. We got Christopher Reeve. We got fucking Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker's in this. Luke Skywalker is in this movie. We also have the lady from Crocodile Dundee. I gotta tell you, halfway through this movie, I was like, where do I know her? And when I looked it up, I almost shit myself. I was like, oh my god, that is her. Blaine literally did that exact same thing. (laughs) Yes. I was like, I know this lady. Yeah. Who? I was like, I don't recognize this lady at all. And it's because... (laughs) I haven't seen this movie since roughly around the time it came out, and I've never seen Crocodile Dundee. Now, that's a tragedy, to be honest, but... um... Also, before we we dive in, I gotta say, Jill has always, as a child, thought Kirstie Alley was, like, the most beautiful woman in the world, and I gotta say, she was probably the 12th 
most attractive woman in this movie. Oh my god! Not pretty. Not a, not a pretty lady at I all. Mean, we're, I mean, we're just being mean for no reason at this point. Hey, I felt like that but... was a little harsh, but all right, that's fine. Oh, it's just. I mean, I, I, just... I do have things to say about her, but should we go ahead and do our initial? Yeah, yeah. How we sorry. feel? No, uh, no. I'm I'm down for it. Yeah. So <laughs> let's we'll go into our initial reactions. We usually do. A, uh, one or two thumbs up, thumbs mm-hmm. down. I don't think we've had a thumbs down up to this point yet. So no, no, we have. Uh, we've had two thumbs down. Yeah, oh, we had a, a major, a major double thumbs down for Alien, yeah. uh, Jill's favorite movie. I want to say it's the first rating we ever did. <laughs> Jill yes. gave a solid two Sorry, thumbs down right out of the gate. A hot two thumbs down. But yeah, Jill. So uh, I don't know if it's just the nostalgia coming back but i'm still gonna give this movie a thumbs up just one one thumbs up yeah okay. yeah um i didn't i didn't dislike this movie mm-hmm. yeah it wasn't good <laughs> i will say that <laughs> it was pretty dumb uh, okay. uh, and we'll, we'll break that down yeah, a little further, yeah, yeah. but I, it wasn't the worst yeah. I'm, I'm gonna give it one thumbs up as a horror movie I I'm gonna be on the same page. There's a lot of nostalgia here. I have a lot of really good things to say about this movie. Um, one thumb for me too. I think one thumb's pretty solid for this. Yeah. Okay. This movie is. I mean. Yeah, we'll 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 get to it. It's, yes. Um. I got a lot of notes, actually, guys. I, I got a lot yeah. of notes on this. I one. really do too. Um, so let's, you want to start? Yeah, <laughs> I don't have that many, so I'll dive in first. Okay. Yeah, Jill, you go so you for it. Jill. Just in case you take the few that I do have. Okay. So <laughs> yeah, just start so, with your, your good notes. I do not remember the opening to this movie being this slow, but oh. that was a slow open. Are you talking about the credits? Not just the credits, but like just getting into it. Yes. And up until the point where the movie is on and then everyone is knocked out, it felt like half an hour. Like, oh. that was a long time. Right. <laughs> I felt like that whole, the, like, the whole shadow and everyone hearing the whispers coming through the town felt like that could have been done. We could have introduced these characters a little quicker. Now, was it just my eyes or did the shadow only appear on Christopher Reeve's house. Because I didn't remember seeing it on any, like, Crocodile Dundee's wife's house. But that could just be me. I didn't understand the shadow. I, I feel was... like it was an idea they had and gave up on it just as quickly. I was like, <laughs> what is this? Also, <laughs> since you're talking about the opening, uh, they gave us a real big fake out with the opening credits. They were like, oh, they're done. And then they start a scene at Christopher Reeve's house, <laughs> or whoever's house, and then they start them back up. I believe you've said how much you hate. No, that's one of the, the main things I've discovered throughout this tournament is that opening credits are the worst. And this movie faked me out, and I didn't appreciate it. But Jill, I'm sorry. Please continue. <laughs> I mean that that's the biggest note is that I just felt like it took a while to get to the point longer than I remember. I also don't know that the shadow is ever necessarily explained because getting deeper into the movie. Oh, there's a lot that's not explained. Like <laughs> these kids are, do we all agree that they're aliens? No. Oh, Oh, I 100% <laughs> thought they were aliens. Okay. Well, no, uh, well, they never tell us. They just show us that baby corpse. And then they're like, <laughs> I got take it from there. 
I got big alien vibes from I all mean, that. I mean, okay. Yeah. I'm just wondering how the shadow correlates With to yeah. aliens. the aliens. Like, was the shadow a chemical dusting that the aliens put on? And then did the aliens come in and inseminate the women? And we just didn't get to see that part. Maybe well, that was like a gang of invisible aliens. Maybe. I mean, and that that's was probably better than what they thought about when they wrote their, this movie. Their but shadow was just maybe dumb. that was like insemination powder dusting all of the women. Sperm dust. Oh, yeah, not the sperm like, dust. I mean, kind of like a plant, like pollen. Right. Did, did they the pollinate act. the women with this dust? I mean, if I really thought about, think about it, they prob somebody in the special effects department was probably like, "Well, we already made the shadow." And I was like, "Fuck it, we'll use it. Just <laughs> like, use the shadow. Just put it in." I mean, we don't have to explain it. Have you read the script? <laughs> I will also say that during the opening credits, they show literally this entire town at this carnival thing, or just going about their day. Yeah, literally the whole town. <laughs> There's not a single black person that lives in this not town. Not a one. No. There no, is a one. maybe I would say half Asian woman who plays Christopher Reeves's wife. I don't right. even know that I would give her full Asian. She doesn't look like a hundred percent to me. <laughs> so like that is the only very white non-white person. Yeah. Yes. That is very yeah. um, in this town. I'm not gonna lie. When I was thinking about it, when I was watching, I was like. What would have been really more interesting is if there was a black family and they had this little Aryan child. Like, that would have been... You know what? That would have been wild. <laughs> that would have been here, something crazy. Here is another thought. So, this whole town let these children oh, live I, and grow in their city. Really no questions asked. That is my, yeah. Uh, yeah. However, had a black family moved in, <laughs> oh, probably more upset about that and more questions asked than what we saw here. I'm just going on absolutely a limb and thinking that's oh, probably. that shit would have not been put up with. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> my next and final fun general thought was. Did the children just demand that their parents buy them these all gray wardrobes? Jill, because... that was one of my biggest notes. <laughs> the children wore exclusively gray and really like nice gray clothes. Like, yeah. They were in like pea coats and stuff. Like yeah. they were dressed yeah. significantly better than any of the adults in this town. So I'm wondering if like little Mara had a Dolce and Gabbana catalog that she was like, I need this I mean, gray. I need coat. the Chanel jacket. Now and we're, yeah. we're wearing gray. Like that's it. It it was that <laughs> that to me was the big like my thing. My note is so do parents just not pick the clothes out for their kids because these are still young enough to wear. I'm just gonna buy you what I want to buy, and where they like no, this doesn't Absolutely. work for me. That's a great option. Yeah, I didn't, <laughs> now, I'm like oh yeah, they all wore gray all the time. I yeah. didn't really think about how they acquired them. Yeah. Or, like, you would just yeah. imagine there's, like, one red something, and they were like, oh, no. <laughs> no That's no, not happening. Something with, like, little flowers or ducks yeah. on it, and Mara was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. They and dress like Anna Wintour would. Like, Mom, that's who all these... go <laughs> jump off that fucking cliff. <laughs> oh, my God. Put this onesie on me. Yeah. Absolutely not. How? Is it gray? You? Is it gray? <laughs> then you take it back, bitch. Get the yeah. fuck out. <laughs> So great that point. that was I think that was my biggest note was like oh. where are they getting all of these great I just love the idea of the children demanding these nice gray clothes. Yes. Of everything yes. else that they did, that was my favorite thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was their biggest ask. I <laughs> I will refuse to wear a color in this town. <laughs> huh. 
So that's a great observation. Yeah, great observation. <laughs> Before I get into like my the minutia of the notes that I took, mm-hmm. I sure. want to go back to the alien we talked about. Okay. 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 Never in the movie does it explicitly say these kids are aliens. Right, right. All that is shown... Okay, so when all the children are born, Christie Alley takes one away and said it was a stillborn. We I never mean, I believed ne- her. Yeah, yeah, we never know what happens to that. Later on in the movie, Christie Alley makes a big show to show Christopher Reeve that baby. She's been keeping it in, like, embalming fluid, and it's... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, it looks it's fucked up looking. It looks oh, like yeah, yeah. it looks like an alien. Mm-hmm. Um, she never says anything. She just shows him, and then <laughs> that's it. I got a surprise for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so are we supposed to just say, "Oh, that kind of resembles an alien"? These are aliens. Is that what? I'm not gonna lie. That was my uh, that was my thing. I was like that. Well, I feel like Mara kind of explains to Christopher that they are aliens because she says, "We are another species. We are a higher species." Yes. I don't know. It's like maybe we're just higher evolution humans. Uh, I understand I didn't get that no, when no. I saw it in the thing. I was like, "Okay, these are these are aliens," but <laughs> I don't appreciate. Sure. Okay. The weakness of just showing us this messed up baby and letting us assume that that's an alien because it kind of looks like what we think of aliens. Look, you're not wrong, but again, it's one of those things where I feel like no one else thought about it. All right. Yeah. I actually kind of like that approach. I'll completely disagree with you because I (gasps) feel like the simplicity behind just showing an alien head shaped baby and not delving into more because they don't know more. I feel like that's enough for me to be like, oh, okay. That's fair. Like, I feel like up until this point in the movie, you're probably like, are they aliens or demons? Those are the first two thoughts. Wow, I never came up with demons, but I like that. Well, it's called Village of the Damned. (laughs) True. In my head, that hints that that they're demonic children. That does lend itself more to demons than aliens. It does. So I feel like when you show the alien baby, it's like, oh, okay, aliens. Hmm. Well, all right. I had an issue with it, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, so the rest of my notes, I got a lot of like really, really narrowed down ones that were funny to me, but I'll hit my okay. general ones first. Hit it. Um, why wasn't Mark Hamill higher on the billing here? Like when you go to the notes, I mean, was he just, did he drop off real far after Star Wars? I feel uh, like. Oh, yeah. I mean. <laughs> I know he did, but I feel like that cred carries you a long way. I mean, but this maybe... was, I mean, don't get me wrong. This was only 12 years after. That's not a lot of time. Yeah. But I honestly cannot tell you of a movie or anything Mark Hamill did between that. That's fair. You know All what right. I mean? Like, <laughs> Well, I'll cross that off. <laughs> um, but I mean. The first note on my damn notes is Mark Hamill exclamation point because I forgot he was in this movie. I had no idea up until we watched it, it this time. I don't know if it was a repressed memory because I'm like you. I remember seeing it as a kid and I was just like, holy shit, he is, in, he is the preacher. Yeah. Oh my and God. And when Blaine said, is that Mark Hamill? I thought, absolutely not. Instantly. Like when <laughs> I saw him on the screen, I was like, I didn't recognize Why his didn't face. Why did no one tell me he was in this? At <laughs> all. Like his face didn't register to me, but it was a point where he was preaching and i was it was just his voiceover and i was like 
I think that is Mark that's Hamill. Luke Skywalker. That's yeah. a very distinctive that voice is Luke he's got. Skywalker. All right, so what is the time progression at the beginning of the movie? <laughs> like time is just whizzing by. Mm-hmm. Like oh yeah, pregnant. Oh, they're delivering, and then we got a toddler, and then yep. never does it tell us. We just keep going from scene to scene, and they're significantly older each time. Uh, they just let us sort that out with like the aliens. So you're asking, like, have seven years passed, or are these kids progressing? Yeah, way faster than human yeah. kids. I, I think I, again, I think because the movie is so short that it does a lot of jumping ahead time wise. But I feel like they were born normal time, and I think so they that... age normally. But Other... again, again. <laughs> We had to work that out on our oh, own. Oh, for sure. We're not told <laughs> for that. For sure. We're just doing that math in our heads. And I'll be uh, honest with you. If their intent is to say that they were <laughs> excelled in speed, I didn't get that either. So, I mean, along with that, there's one point where um, the main evil child, what was her name? Mara. 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 So she makes her mom dip her hand into boiling water when she kind of a submerge but yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah hold it in there but when she did that she was at least a year and a half older than the rest of the babies (laughs) she was an older baby yes (laughs) what's going on uh clearly older clearly no one cared i will say the wig they put on that kid is the scariest part of that (laughs) (laughs) pretty frightening um Okay, now we'll go into some more of the really particular points that I thought were noteworthy. Um, I can't wait. There was a moment where the eye doctor is testing out the eyes of the child. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she accidentally grabs the wrong kinds of drops, and it burns the child's eyes. And then the kids come in and make force the optician to put the eye drops in her own eye and yep. is in excruciating pain. Right. What are those drops for? <laughs> what kind of drops are those? Why do you have them so close? To I the... didn't know where you were going with this, but I'm, I'm well, kind of glad well, you mentioned that. Why are they so close to the normal drops? Not a... Why would they even be on her plate? What are they? Yeah, her workstation. You have burning drops? You have acid drops? Um, So this is my acid, and this is the clear eye. I'm going to put those right next (laughs) to each other. Yeah, very strange. I did feel like that was very justified, though. I wasn't mad at the kids about that one. Yeah, she messed up. She messed up, I mean, complete malfeasance. While we're talking about the kids' eyes, was it really necessary for them to glow three different colors? Yeah. I they just, didn't... I feel like one color would yeah. have sufficed. Mm-hmm. Is it like when they're trying, is it effort that changes it? Is it like green is like, okay, I'm kind of trying, then red, <laughs> all right, I'm trying a little more, and then white, are they really trying? What's going on? <laughs> I, I wish something like that made sense. That's, but their, that's I mean... their power level, their effort level? Yeah. I Again, no one ever quite explains that either. <laughs> Lazy shit. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I will say when they're at the obstetrician, like she, they're not doing anything. She's just looking at a normal eye. So 
At all times during the day, they're just orange pulsating eyes at all times? Apparently. Because I feel like we should have found that out earlier. <laughs> I'm sure someone would have looked in their eye, but anyway. <laughs> um, there's some more moments. I Maybe you guys didn't even notice this, but there's one point kind of near after our introduction to Kirstie Alley's character mm-hmm. where she kind of turns and walks off and a guy opens her car door for her and she gets in the blue Buick to the shittiest (laughs) to the she gets into the shittiest car I've ever seen oh I absolutely noticed that I did too I made a mental note of that because like they made the effort to have the driver like open the door for to the shitty like (laughs) at least 89 Buick it was the wildest I was like well, the government really didn't put in anything for this lady's expense. The yeah. <laughs> car had 200,000 miles so, on it. I'm surprised she had a driver for that. <laughs> okay, I'm glad you guys made a note Absolutely. of that. Absolutely. I was like, what in the hell? Oh, that was definitely a note I asked. It wasn't even black. It was, it was like, a light blue, <laughs> baby blue. Straight up 89 Buick. It blew my mind. <laughs> so stupid. Um, what else? <laughs> um, there's one po- at the beginning... Right after all the people pass out, uh-huh. um, the truck that the one man is driving collides into another one, and they just both instantly explode. The biggest explosion. What, yeah. What was in those trucks? Uh, Why did they... I feel like they're supposed to say something about the helium that he picked up, but helium's not flammable, is it? No, I no. don't think so. I don't so. know. Helium doesn't. It probably wouldn't give explode. all those balloons to children. No, 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 no. And oh. I mean, <laughs> they blew up like it was the World Trade Center. Like it was a explosion. It was, <laughs> it was quite an explosion. Because I felt like in a normal time, he would have just wrecked his car. But apparently, whatever model this truck is is highly explosive. Okay. All right. Some more. Some more fun <laughs> ones. Um, there's a point. Where they go, hey, if you have the baby, we'll pay you three thousand dollars a month. And then I know exactly where. Yeah, one guy was like, hey, what if your daughter and your wife are pregnant? And they go, that'll be six thousand dollars. And he did the most, (laughs) rubbing his hands, curled his mustache, so excited to make his wife and child. birth these mystery babies. They had no say in it, apparently. He was like, oh, well. He was like, this was problematic before, but I'm totally okay now. His poor sweet little virgin, they mentioned, teenage daughter. He was gonna make her have this (laughs) mystery baby. Like, what was that conversation in the car? Oh, don't you give me any shit about this. You're having these (laughs) You are having it. That's, I I can retire. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, uh, okay, so fun thing about her uh, and I only found this out about recently, the 17-year-old virgin, whose name I couldn't tell you in the movie or in real life. Uh, but she now dates Patton Oswald. Oh. Yeah. Does she decline significantly in looks from this movie? No, really hasn't. You know what? Mm. Patton Oswald might be David grown up. Oh. Just, well, don't do David like that. Oh, poor That's David. True. He looks like uh, <laughs> he's a grown child. Oh God! But that's an interesting fact. Yeah, how did, I, you, that how kind did of you come across that? I, they were on Comedy Bang Bang podcast together, and I was oh. like, "Why are they on this?" 
And a, oh, so if you don't know, Pat Nozzle's wife is a, well, was a true crime writer and she passed away. So, oh, there's a really good documentary on HBO that you should probably watch. Um, called I'll Be Gone in the Dark. It's about the Golden State Killer that Pat Oswald's wife wrote. But it confused me because she kept calling him, like, hun during the whole thing. And I'm like, wait. And then I had to look her up. And I was like, oh, that's the bitch from Village of the Mound. Well, who knew? So that was my long story about Patton Oswald. Good for Patton. I mean, hey. She was attractive. She's a very beautiful lady. Absolutely. Okay, you want to hear some more nuance? That I uh, was able to find? No, we hate that here. Um. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so, there's also one lady who gets impregnated. Mm-hmm. And her husband had been in Japan for the past year. I got a lot to say about that whole situation. His but name yes. was Ben. And yep. he comes home to this whole situation and is like, you cheating, bitch, I'm out. Yeah. That, and yeah. I was like... <clears throat> How much more proof do you need? <laughs> what? That was my question. Why has Ben so mad after we've had this discussion? <laughs> like, Mike, Ben, there are 11 other pregnant ladies. <laughs> yeah. One being a virgin. Yeah. One is a vir- there, it's one thing when he first comes back and they're not all, I guess, aware that they're all pregnant together. That uh, It makes sense if Ben's mad then. But it was but after once you the, have meeting. the meeting. And Ben's like real still pissed and about to move out because that was after the meeting. Yeah. It's like, for sir, do you not understand the gravity of what just happened to all these people? I don't understand. Well, yeah. How much more proof do you need, Ben? Yeah. A whole you know what, ben? town hall meeting. Yeah. You know what, Ben? Fucking move out. Who cares? <laughs> but also, what if she had cheated and that was just a really big coincidence? What if she her was baby like, kid? oh, thank God. <laughs> she had sex with her... the one Aryan guy. Yeah, yeah. The Aryan drifter that came through town. <laughs> What would be even better is if the child came out looking nothing like the other ones. Like, shit. <laughs> she put a it's the one on. black kid. Yeah. <laughs> the whole oh, jeez. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I was like, damn, Ben, give this lady a break. But also, what was that guy doing in Japan for a year? Yeah. What possible job does he have that would have required that? Yeah. it's. Like, I don't believe you. And live in this town. Like, what, what is your gig here, Ben? Right. Yeah. <laughs> As if Ben wasn't getting some strange while he was in Japan. We gotta be honest about it. I mean, and this is 1995. He's not collect calling her every night. No. You know? So, it's no. not like he had anything to prove. But I, I do have one thing about Ben that when I saw it, it blew my mind. When, okay, so when they're having the party for Ben, which, by the way... Obviously, these two are not getting along. Why did we have this party? Like, why wasn't this canceled? Um, you two don't seem to be having a good time at all. Ben's really pissed. Uh, but the the fucking asshole that came up to Ben at the party and was like, so Ben, after being a year in Japan, what's it like we're going to be a father? You fucking bitch. Like, who does that? That's Did that's you not fair. hear what you just said? I noticed like, that too. You fucking asshole. Like, this isn't Real Housewives. <laughs> Who brings that up? You're a grown woman. You know how this works. Did you not piece this together? That's the one messy bitch in the town. The biggest. <laughs> I. It would have been better if she pretended she was drunk when saying it, but she was straight-faced. Hey. It's like, you know you're being an asshole right now, right? Like, oh, that made me so bad. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, I got two more, and then I'm going to hand it off because I feel like I've done the whole movie. But there's another point right after they all get pregnant where they have dreams. <laughs> it's these little dream sequences, and they look like glamour shots. Okay. Like, you know what I'm talking about? The backgrounds oh, are just I do. like... I do. Every 90s school photo background, <laughs> and they were just like rubbing their bellies. Literally? And it was... Okay. <laughs> the dumbest thing. I Since you're bringing it up right now, I will say that my... This made the final cut. I said the Pure, Mu, the pure Moods music video that they did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was my this. What is this? That's fair. Yeah. That's it, fair. it was so wild, that scene. All right. I'll save some... I'll hand it off to you, Andrew, for okay. your notes. And then we will... Go into some more stuff when we get to our awards. All right. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I wasn't off. ready. There Sorry. Uh, no, so I said Mike. Ha uh, Mike. God, I thought Kirstie Allen was going to be trouble. Mark Hamill. <laughs> um, that was my first note. I completely forgot it was in here. But I also said that Christopher Reeve was given some real zaddy vibes in this. I don't know what it was. He looked really good. I mean, he's Superman. He is Superman, but he... What, what kind of vibes? Zaddy? Zaddy. Yeah. That... Okay. Or daddy I, vibes? I mean... Okay. I got... I, yeah. I didn't know what the Z was. They're interchangeable. You okay. can use either one. I felt zaddy was more appropriate for this situation. Oh. I'm gonna write it down. Use it in your daily operations. Zaddy. <laughs> Call your boss that. Um... <laughs> How was court today, Zaddy? Hey, Zaddy, how was court? Um, okay, yeah, anyway. I agree. Yeah, he looked great. And I'm not sure how old he was. This had to be close to his... Uh, Post-Superman, pre-horse. Yeah, post, post and pre-horse. Oh, wow. This was his last move before the accident. <laughs> which is so goddamn tragic. I mean... Not a good way to go out. Well, he didn't even go out. I think that's the worst problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He had to, you know... But, I meant going out of acting. Oh. <laughs> he acted after that. He was, just had to be, you know, he was yes. in the chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, yes, what was I saying? Oh, Zaddy Vibes from Christopher Reeve. Looked great. Handsome, cool. handsome, tall, strong-looking guy. Yeah, he he was uh, bulky, real bulky. And in some whitey tidies, which, those are sign of the times, aren't they? Um... <laughs> And then, oh, so when they're at the school, <laughs> I wrote down, I said, uh, damn, no flask for Carlton. He brought the whole bottle. Like, he brought <laughs> a full bottle of liquor to the picnic. He was not fucking around. I can't believe Carlton hasn't come up yet. Oh, I, I have some. Carlton, <laughs> Carlton's great. I have some um, thoughts about Carlton. <laughs> uh, who and, was the school's janitor, by the way? For those we listening. could say custodian. No need to. Put him down. You know, oh, I didn't know that was like a, a rip. <laughs> I, I, mean, I don't know. I don't. I mean, who knows? Wouldn't what be surprised. Be. You know. Yeah, and I guess since we're talking about him, I don't. I don't know how you guys necessarily feel about it, but when you were in elementary school, didn't you hate it when the custodian came in and called you bastards to your face? And especially <laughs> when they hit me when with their hit me and then the hit, hit you with a broomstick. I mean, it wasn't he like poked him. Yeah, it was. Oh, it was the worst when it happened at my school. I never understood. They said it built character, but I just felt bad afterward. Um, that was such a scene. <laughs> yeah, I'll be honest. Had I had those powers, I probably would have done the same thing to Carlton. Uh, yeah. Carlton felt a tiny bit out of line, even though he was not wrong. 
and what he was accusing them of. Um, okay, this was another thing that really gets me in movies, and we've seen it uh, in Silence of the Lambs and now in this one. I don't know if this is just a trope in movies, but why do local cops hate it when federal people show up? Mm. It's such a weird thing to be angry about. Like in Silence of the Lambs, they're like, he said, I'm glad you called us when you found us. Well, I didn't call you. It's like, look, they're 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 taking over. It's not like you gotta do any extra work. Hey, same team. Yeah. Same like, team. We're trying to figure this out too. But what killed me about this time is those cops are really mad that Dr. Werner's team showed up. It's like, no, no, no. This is who you want here. <laughs> like, you, you are not equipped to deal with this. You yeah, every single yeah. one of us has a GED. Yeah, just saying. <laughs> to highlight the need for their help, they yeah. tied a rope to their, <laughs> yeah. their friend yeah. and put him in like a snorkel mask. Yeah, you're basically <laughs> that rats was... in a maze. That's what they were good for. Also, <laughs> when that guy passed out, they pulled him so fast and hard against... Across the, the concrete, <laughs> yes. His stomach had to be destroyed. Oh, it was on his back. That had to be rough. Yeah. yeah. So stupid. Oh. But yeah, oh, I agree. That is a, a, a common trope. And it just killed. It's like, no, 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 no. You want these people here. This is a real uh, head scratcher. Um, Let's see. Oh, and okay. So I realize that I'm getting older and certain things bother me more, but... When uh, Pat Oswalt's girlfriend fell asleep and the tub was running, all I could think about when she woke up was like, "That's been running for six hours. That house is destroyed. Yeah, that <laughs> that water damage. You water can't damage fix. is not easy to deal with. No, and six hours of it. Oh, that's why the dad wanted needed that three. six thousand dollars. <laughs> that's why he wanted oh, that no. extra. You, you flooded the bathroom. Bitch. You know how much you're having that cost? child. You know how much it's gonna cost me. Um, <laughs> yeah. It all makes sense now. And he was probably mad when it was stillborn, too. Great. Now we're halfway my... done. There goes the new bathroom. <laughs> so there was that. Uh, my next note was about the blue Buick, which blew my mind. <laughs> that that was a big one for me. Um, might make an award down the line. Um, but I gotta say, and I know we touched on it a little bit earlier, but I don't know what it was. Chris, I could not take my eyes off of Christy Alley every time she was on a scene. I don't know what it is. I loved this character she did. I absolutely enjoyed every second she was on that screen. Had, I mean, Dr. Uh, Werner, like Turner, when she was on there, I was in it. I was like, show me what's going on. Had every goddamn turtleneck 1995 had to offer. Every single one. A jacket combination every time. I don't know what it was. And smoking her ass she off. She smoked so many cigarettes <laughs> in this movie. Just smoking that ass off. And one of them looked like it was a dip cigarette from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It was yellow. It's like, okay. Um, but no, I was just like, Christy Alley has given me something here. Huh. I really enjoy. But I, as more I think about it, you gotta, it's like, I feel like at this point in her life, she was like, look. All I've done is cheers and like four fucking look who's talkings. I need a really role that I could get into. And if you watch her, she is doing the best Christy Alley can. I don't know if that's the best she'll ever do. But like there are just scenes with her where she is taking herself 
very seriously. Like, there's the one scene where they're in the hospital, or the barn, which is another problem I have, but they're in the barn, and she takes that gurney, and she's running with it, and she has the straightest face. I laughed so hard. (laughs) (laughs) It was the wildest thing. And then had the nerve to yell at the doctor, can you get off your ass and help me? Like, I'm sorry, am I the one in her crotch? You are. What do you want me to do? (laughs) But yes, I I really enjoyed Christy Alley in this in a way that, I mean, not that I've seen many Christy Alley movies, but, you know. And again, I'm messing up her name the last ten times, so there's that. You said you were going to. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, how'd you guys feel about her? (laughs) Not strongly either way. Okay. Um, but I didn't feel great about anyone's performance particularly. I mean, okay. <laughs> but we can get to that <laughs> later when we break down the acting. What about you, Joe? What about Christy? <laughs> Kirsty? I like? will say that as a kid, I was <coughs> What in is love. that? Oh, no. <laughs> huh. Don't get choked up, Jill. It's fine. She's still alive. She just needs <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen It Takes Two, but. Oh, <laughs> yes. Movie. It's Again, it's another essential. fucking yeah. It's another fucking kid movie. I don't know. I just mm. I thought that she was one of the most gorgeous people on the planet when I was younger, and I just didn't understand how <laughs> anyone could choose the blonde haired lady, and it takes two, Carol from Friends. I get it over Kirstie Alley. She's obviously way more. Oh no! And it takes two. She was the far better of the two. Absolutely. Obviously. And I, unlike my cohort here, think she is a very beautiful lady. So by the time... Crazy as all fuck, but, you know, beautiful. Yeah, so by the time I saw this movie, I'm not sure which one came out first, It Takes Two or Village of the Damned, but I do know Uh, which one I saw first. (laughs) Yep. And it was It Takes Two. Mm Mm-hmm, sure. So when I saw her entranced and walking down the stairs and... Undoing her shirt and autopsying herself. (laughs) Cutting herself open, yeah. I do remember that is the one scene from this movie that has stuck with me my entire life and haunts me to this day. It's one of the reasons, maybe the reason that I picked this movie because that scene horrified me so much as a child. That that was definitely the worst kill. I could not shake it. I mean, imagine... The worst. Yeah. I mean, your hero, the surrogate mom from It Takes Two just slicing herself right open i was more putting myself in it thinking oh i've got to cut myself open with this no thanks that's it's so slow it's just it's not a quick death it's not it's just she didn't get like an easy explosion like a lot of the guys did (laughs) it's true that (laughs) a lot of explosions tiny little scalpel you Mm -hmm. know how deep she had to go with that oh just horrifying it's really scary what did you think about her fashion in this (laughs) (laughs) Dead on. I mean, I will say Dead on. <laughs> that it was a, I mean, obviously it was a good choice for that scene because she had a zip up sweater on and she yeah. needed to access her belly to be able to slice into it. So, I mean, see, my thing Perfect. is, I feel like her input on this was, look, put me in every turtleneck you got. I think that's what a smart person would look like <laughs> <laughs> is just turtlenecks or a high necked outfit of some sort. Put me in a jacket. Even though it's obviously summer, um, that really blew my mind. But no, I, I, 
Honestly, probably my favorite part of this movie is just watching her. I really enjoyed her character. <laughs> well, all right. Yeah. I have strong feelings about her. I need a turtleneck and a trench coat. Yeah. That's what someone who works for the federal government yeah. would yeah. wear. Well, hey, well, I guess if you want to get to the heart of Andrew, get a turtleneck. turtleneck all day. Get a blue Buick. <laughs> get blue some Bu- cigarettes. Get some yellow cigarettes and chain smoke you the fuck out of in. them. Yeah. Just chain smoking the whole time. Um, I also put down, these kids would have my ass so quick, because when they were like, I this is how weak-minded I know I am. When they were like, oh, just think of some, I was like, oh no, I, <laughs> I'd be so fucking dead so so quickly. <laughs> they, don't tell me anything, because these kids would have me read real hard. Yeah. <laughs> well, also, if you're the type of person who has, like, any sort of intrusive thoughts where you're like, oh yeah, <laughs> don't think about that thing. That is all I would be able to think about. So mm-hmm. I would just think about like the worst things about these kids because I know yeah. it's the one thing I need to not insult oh, them. Yeah. I'd be like, this fucking kid. I certainly couldn't sneak a bomb in. No way. No. <laughs> no way. That, that would have been done. But what <laughs> what may, what is wild is that Kirstie Alley is talking to them at the same time, blocking her thoughts. I'm like, good for you, babe, because that wouldn't have been me. <laughs> that nope. wouldn't have been me. No. I'd have been thinking the whole time, these fucking weirdos. Um, oh, this real, this one's real, real bitch. This one's the... Ooh. Oh, more. Okay, yeah, back to my notes. Anyway, big ups for Kirstie in this. Uh, also, did you notice uh, after the babies are born, where does uh, Ben's wife go? She doesn't make a single appearance after that. <laughs> Which makes me think they fired the actress. But, I mean, I don't know. It just was pretty wild she never came back at all. Hmm. Yeah. I thought that she was contributing she, much before that. Is she not well, in the daughter's funeral scene? I feel like she's sitting in a pew in that scene. If she is, they certainly didn't highlight her. And, I mean, she had a pure moods music video, too. So, I felt like she was important. Yeah. But, Apparently not. Uh, and this is the point where I realized that it was Crocodile Dundee's girlfriend at that point in the movie. Um, uh, the guy talking about his wife in 6K. And just watching Christopher Reeve's Station Wagon. I just wrote down, oh, remember Station Wagons? Aww. Those are not a thing anymore. <laughs> Especially wood paneled Station Wagons. Uh, and I said, is this barn does not seem like the most sterile place for having babies. I Maybe that's just me. No, um, I feel like if this situation had really occurred and the government was involved and wanted would, to track these things, I feel like they would have been really top-notch facilities. Oh, and yeah, a, yeah, yeah. a lot more uh, secrecy going on than just, uh, just and, go about your business. Let's again, see how this pans out. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to make you deliver in a barn, but everything yeah. else, just, you know. And again, that brings me to this other point I was when I was watching it. This movie is, first of all, wild in general. But the idea, just the idea that one, the government hasn't taken these kids blows my mind. Just what? Wait, we're gonna let them stay here? And at one point, Kirstie Alley even tells them, "Oh, this is a national security risk. Like this is really bad." No one was like, "Oh, well, just well, I guess we'll pick them up and uh, take them to a government facility." No, we'll just leave them there. 
That's fine. We'll up your grant money. It just blew... And another thing, I felt like, what if... What if the movie was, we have... The kids are killing people, but no one is really aware that that's happening. Everyone in this fucking town <laughs> is absolutely aware that these children are dangerous. They are killing people. Like, there is no surprise factor. When they blind the optometrist, the principal, Crocodile Dundee, comes out and is like, we can't have them with other kids. This is dangerous. It's like, okay, so everybody knows these kids are a fucking menace. No one is asking to be t- have them taken away. Also... <laughs> Kirstie Alley has just been keeping this alien corpse in the bottom of the local <laughs> yeah. doctor's office. The, just a room she has a key to. I don't know if she was like, this is going to be my area. This um, is where I'm going to keep the put alien all my, corpse. Put all my cartons of cigarettes here and my turtlenecks. <laughs> and we, and I'm going to keep this alien stowed down here. It, that, very, but that's what very blew dumb. my mind. Is It had been a different movie if... like. Toward the end, they figured out, oh my god, the kids are X, Y, and Z. They're doing this somehow. But from the get, everybody is just like, oh, that was that's the kids. Yeah. These kids are evil. They make a comment between the time where they're babies and kids. like, Yeah. Where they're like, yeah, some things have happened and we know it's them. Yeah. Like after Barbara <laughs> dies. Like, they know. Yeah, they know. And even the government guys, when they're in that black, weird room, um, they're like... Oh, so Mara, she's the leader, right? So you've obviously had this conversation, given some great details. But if it's a national security risk, you should probably have someone hit them with a horse tranquilizer <laughs> and take them somewhere. Maybe separate them, too. I don't even know I if that would be... They do seem to be stronger together. They, they seem to walk around in pairs and dressed all the same. I, I mean, well, whatever the case may be. Let's intervene. That's what yeah, we're getting at. Yeah, let's... let's Let's have a little intervention here. You know, we are really letting, we are really endangering some citizens here. Maybe we should step in. That that was the other thing that blew my mind. And on top of it, okay, I get that an epidemiologist would be sent to this scene when it first happened, but why do we keep an epidemiologist? An epidemiologist should not be the head of this. You need some different types of scientists. I mean, if this, I mean, if this virus and national pandemic we went through just because you're a scientist doesn't make you the right scientist i'm just saying (laughs) i think we could not have dr verner there and get real people that might help this situation this movie was dumb (laughs) (laughs) now listen i'm not saying that i think this movie is perfect i mean this i I mean generally the godfather all of them were dumb well (laughs) you know let's move on do you have any more notes yeah of course i do okay um, I was going to say, if you didn't, we would move on to our awards, but what you got? Okay. Uh, yeah, epidemiologists should not be in charge of this operation, but my next note was, Preacher's wife is giving a performance here. I mean. They were hiding her away this whole time, and at the end of the movie, that actress really fucking tries to shine. I that When she is screaming those Bible verses... And then walks with that flame with such assurance. I was like, this is amazing. The worst walk I've ever seen. I, I did. It I was a trudge. It was a trudge. And she's wearing like a straight up uh, a, a like caftan. A, it's like a muumuu. Uh, yeah, she wore her muumuu out. Um, 
But yeah, I was like, she should have had more in this movie because I'm all about her right now. I kind of hate she got burned alive. I really enjoyed her. R.I.P. But, and she carried her purse too. I mean, she did. And the purse did not get burned. Not at all. It, it made it through. <laughs> her corpse get, Keys worked melted. great. Keys worked great. Um, so yeah, that is my, uh, last note is the preacher's wife. And finally, I would just like to say, I thought this movie suffered from not enough, uh, like, like kid chaos, like that 40 minute police scene where they're all killing each other. I was (laughs) like, that, I didn't need this. I would have liked to see them like cause more havoc in the town. That's just me. Cause they don't even interact with other kids. Like, these aren't the only nine kids in this town. Wouldn't it be great if they were to, like, had some kind of quarrel with other kids, but... I wish they didn't do everything with their minds. (laughs) Okay. That seems like their thing, though. It is their thing. (laughs) But, I mean, David does push Mara down at one point. So I would have liked to have seen, like, them stabbing people. But... (laughs) That's, that's just where I'm at. I mean, I wouldn't have been against it. It seems kind of wild. No. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. Those kids, when they're marching in unison, it's creepy. Is, is very creepy. It's creepy. It's very it creepy. is very scary. I mean, if I saw that going down the street in all gray, I would immediately <laughs> call the local authorities and say, I don't know, they're nine-year-olds, but they are up to something. Have you seen these Aryans? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if these... I mean, I would immediately think they're aliens with no context. I was like, these are <laughs> alien children. I don't even need to know the rest of it. Someone should do something. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to do about this. And that, again, it just kills me that ever, they're talking about, yeah, there's been a lot of suicides and accidents, but, you know, we really can't prove it. We it know is. it's them, but, you know. It is what it is. Yeah. What, what, what can you do? They were a blessing. <laughs> they were a blessing. All right. Yeah. So... Let's move into our awards segment, and we'll start off by giving out our dumb bitch awards. This dumb bitch, yes. These dumb bitches. So, oh, plural. Jill, okay. <laughs> would you like to give out your dumb bitch award? I have two. I love it. The first one goes to every single woman in that town <laughs> who went through with the pregnancy. I agree. That is, that is what mine were was as well. Offered safe government issued abortion. Yeah. I'm just going to say $3,000 is not enough oh, no for way. me to get on board with delivering and raising a. <laughs> Hellspawn. I don't oh, yeah. know. Um, That's an appropriate name. Yeah. yeah. Community wide pregnancy. No, I'm I don't want to be a part of this. Yeah, no. I'm going to abort I'm okay. that. I'm okay. No, 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 no. Keep this shit. I'm okay. Even yeah. if I like just coincidentally got pregnant at the exact same time as 12 women I knew, I'd be like, uh. After yeah. all of nah. you passed out one time? Yeah. Even if that didn't happen, I'd be like, something. This seems. Yeah, there's mysterious. some cult shit going on yeah. here. I'm not interested. Yeah, I'm not about this. I agree. So that, that is, was the first. I, that was my award as well. So my what's your second? Second, this dumb bitch award goes to the preacher's wife that you were praising <laughs> two seconds ago uh-huh. because we know that these kids are killing people. We know mm-hmm. that they're doing it with their minds, and yet we yeah. continue to approach them with fire and weapons. <laughs> That they will just easily <laughs> turn against us I... and we'll use them on ourselves. And I don't understand the thought yeah. process behind any one of these people. That... Mark Hamill with the shotgun. Like, <laughs> stop. 
Stop taking weapons to them. Yeah. Why? Okay, first off, if you... Mark Hamill had her lined up perfect. Why didn't he take that shot? I guess there's there's got to be some sort of mental block about shooting a six-year-old. Well, I mean, I don't know. These? I mean, I would hesitate a little bit. What even is that though, blonde? Yeah. Maybe if its eyes were glowing. If I saw the eyes glowing at the time, I think... I'm just but... saying... I'm not saying I wouldn't pull the trigger. I'm just saying there's a little hesitation. And that's what she caught. She was like, oh, I gotcha. Gotcha hesitating. What you're saying is you're weak and you could... <laughs> yeah. Or maybe the children behind him got to him before he could pull the trigger. I hope so. Maybe Otherwise, they were already he in his really brain. wasted that. <laughs> this movie could have been over. It could have been, <laughs> been over. Yeah. Because you know once Mara's dead, the rest of them would probably be like, ooh. They, they didn't seem like they could function appropriately without her. No, yeah. didn't. Um, so that was your two. I yes, had the same one. But before I hand it off to you, Andrew, mm-hmm. we made it through this whole thing without mentioning David, who sweet little David, who was the sweet child who didn't want to kill everybody, and it's mm. because he didn't have a little partner. I'm gonna I'm gonna say something controversial. I don't trust David as far as I can throw him. You don't. You could, don't trust him. I had the thought as him and his mom were driving off, and he was yep. looking out the window. I wish his eyes would have glowed for a second. Oh. That would have been a great way to do it. Because you don't see David's eyes glow through the entire movie. He Ever. never uses it on anybody. Right. So after all of his little sibling things get mm-hmm. blown up and he's driving off and you think they're going to find some peace or something, I would have loved to see David's eyes glow. Yes. For just a second mm. for the first time. Well, that would have been tricky. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hate to bring him up again, but our friend Corey... Uh, David looks uh-huh. exactly like Corey. <laughs> Baby Corey. He, we'll have to post a picture somewhere so everyone can see we'll it. We'll do, but, yeah. Without um, his permission, I guess. Yes, without, yeah. of course. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why would we? <laughs> it's a miniature Corey. It's ridiculous. But, but I he, it I mean, they're a match. They're for sure a match. Yeah, yes. I don't, where was Corey in 1994? We're not sure. This More of a color here I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, Andrew, what about your dumb bitch award? Yeah. Well, big shout out to Corey, our best listener. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks, Corey, for all your reviews. Um, but uh, my, my, this dumb bitch was uh, by far. <laughs> and I wish I would have been clever enough to think of <laughs> the all the women, really, because that is the dumbest fucking thing ever to have those kids. But. My dumb bitch award, far like beyond anybody else, was that major asshole at Ben's party that just threw <laughs> that. <laughs> what a cunt! Oh my god! Like, do you hate these people? Like, that is unforgivable. That you would never be allowed back. <laughs> like, the just I was like, I cannot believe that it came out of her mouth. Wow, Ben, while you've been gone, your wife got pregnant. Like, that is the, that is low. How do you feel? How do you feel? <laughs> oh, just great. <laughs> just great. <laughs> By the way, I don't know if I'm giving off the vibes or not, but I'm really <laughs> pissed anyway. <laughs> God, yeah, she gets my This Dumb Bitch Award because I think you know how babies work, ma'am. Um, Love that. Oh, but yes, that's my Dumb Bitch Award. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, let's move on to our Creep Show Award. So, we're just going to pick out what moments gave us the creeps, the willies, 
unsettled us, whatever. Jill, you got a moment? Yeah, I'm going to go back to my moment with Kirstie Alley on the operation table because I've remembered it for the last 13 years. No, 23 years. Wow, I wish it was only 13 years. (laughs) That upsets me. That's okay, yeah. Um, For the last 23 years, that scene has stuck with me. And so I'm going to I'm going to go with that one. Mhm. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. I am going to go with Carlton rolling up I, I don't know, there's something about <laughs> like real people being scary that's <laughs> more creepy to me than the kids with their eyes. Oh. He came in that room talking shit to a bunch of <laughs> five-year-olds and then was I like, mean the biggest shit was basically like do something do something <laughs> yeah <laughs> like i really thought he was about to just buck up on somebody it he was did he, he hit him with a broom and then was like aren't you gonna fucking do something <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well do something damn it it's like uh, i wish i wish this is the part where i wish they would have been physical and just had carlton beaten to these, death. yeah or just like Getting in a fist fight with six-year-olds, it would have been really, really awesome to watch. That would have been the best part of this movie. I don't know. I love the way that they force Carlton to go backwards up a ladder, because that's the most mind-blowing thing I've ever seen. If you told me to do that, I would be dead from off the ladder. Especially drunk, you know? I mean, he's... Maybe they took control of his body. Sure. You know, I don't know. But yeah, that was the creepiest thing to me. It was just Carlton rolling up drunk. Trying to fight a bunch of six-year-olds. <laughs> yeah. I will say Carlton had by far the worst death. That was the stupidest death. You jump off the roof to impale yourself with the broom you're It wasn't holding. even like a broken broom. No, it was it a full-on broom. It was a rounded off on the end. Like, that That felt like they came up with it at the moment. They're like, well, I think this is all we can he's afford. A, he's a janitor. He's yeah. got a broom. Yeah. What if he dies via broom? Yeah, let's the well, same broom. <laughs> okay. Sure. I love that actor, though. He is, he's been in like a million movies, and he's always a drunk. I think he does it very well. Um, I want to say he's... No, that's not him. I was going to say he's in Friday the 13th, but that's a different... There's a different drunk in every one, um, but none of them him. Uh, well, what's your yeah. creep show, Ward, Andrew? Oh, my creep show was just the, ki- the first scene you see where the kids are walking in unison. That is... That's a disturbing image to me. <laughs> just kids... On a good day, are kind of creepy. Yeah. But it, when they are full fledged creepy, it's worse. It's really bad. It's bad until you see little David just kind of peel off and go do his own thing. See, I don't. Tr- I still don't trust him. I I like. I think David is sweet. I think it was all a ploy. I think that David's their backup plan. I feel like when uh, this is my conspiracy theory section. Um, <laughs> I feel like when Mara. <laughs> is talking to him in private and Mark Hamill is about to shoot Mara. I think their conversation was something to the effect of do what you're doing and if anything happens to us, you're the one to carry on. Ooh. Yeah. Interesting. So I guess here's my question mm-hmm. to that conspiracy theory. So they each had a pair. Mm-hmm. So are we assuming that when they came of age, those two would mate and they would populate the earth? That's what I'm understanding. So, yes. what's going to happen if David tries to populate with a human? A bunch of mixed breeds? Because what is David mm. going to do by himself when their goal is to take over? I feel like uh, 
the gene on that is too, would kill every other sperm. I feel like his was just make it all the way through. Only his genes. I don't think it would even mix. Interesting. Yeah. That's my thought. Otherwise, I mean, who, I mean, let's be honest. David at 20-ish is still going to be creepy looking. Very. Yeah. Worse, even. Yeah, probably. probably even worse. So. Hey, don't talk about Corey like that. I'm sorry, Corey. <laughs> sorry. So do we think David's out there Nick Cannoning and just impregnating oh, thousands gotta be. of women? He has got to be. But again, it's a very specific type of woman that would just <laughs> be really into a platinum blonde, creepy talking guy. Well, not to get too dark, but he does have mind control on his side, so he doesn't really need the women oh, to be boy. into it. Oh, boy. <laughs> on top of it, David is a straight Cosby in these girls. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, that's dark. <laughs> Great theories all around, guys. <laughs> all right. Did I get my creep? Yeah, you did. It's, just yeah. them walking. Yeah. Uh, all right. Last award is... What our, was yours? Mine was Carlton. Oh, yeah. That's trying right. to fist fight the children <laughs> in a drunken stupor. Uh, so it. now we're going to move to our... How did this make it um, through the editing process? How did this make the final cut? I think we Damn, all have I the say same. it wrong every time. Yeah. <laughs> How did this make the final cut? I think we all have the same answer to this. Oh. I, I just, what is yours? The pure mood scene. That was mine. Did you oh, see yeah. I pointed that out, but that's not the one I listed. Oh. <laughs> that, that to me was... I what was their direction? Act like you're dancing and there's an alien. I didn't understand. There were a lot of points where I was like, I don't know about this, but I could justify why they included it. That one? <laughs> Not at no. all. I guarantee no. Inya was playing somewhere. I, I heard it as soon as I saw that. Yes. <laughs> For sure. I don't know what the point of that was. Was it the show that they were kind of all connected? Because they were all having the same dream. like That sounds I, better than anything. I yeah. don't we get it. They're all connected. They all got pregnant at the same time. Yeah. I don't know. It, it was dumb. But that was not the one I had, actually. I was actually hearing the Enigma song. You know that song? Oh, damn it. I'll play it for you at the break. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but that's the song I was thinking of. I'm dying to know what yours is. Um, I got... Okay, so when Carlton goes up the ladder backwards and jumps off and lands on the car it's a hundred percent a mannequin like they didn't even try no not at all it's the yeah. it's clearly like four and they they stay on it for like a, a full second yeah and it's clearly a fake person i gotta say too that I don't feel like Carlton was high enough to cause that much damage to that car. Like that. Nor he himself, was, honestly. He was on like an eight foot, yeah, eight foot was, roof. Maybe. It didn't seem high at all. Yeah, so yeah. I, I had a problem with a lot of the special effects in this one. Mm -hmm. Before you move on from that scene, I thought you were going to say, because during the, the, the movie. The toy truck? No, during the movie, when we pointed out that Carlton is on top of a roof, bloody impaled straight through his heart with a broom mm -hmm. shit is everywhere and chris reeves walks up and checks his pulse <laughs> checks his head <Dead. pulse. laughs> yep yeah oh no 
Uh, probably wasn't this broom sticking out of his back. <laughs> well, then later it said that uh, there's, there's another point right after that where Ben, they forced him to drive his truck into like a oil tank. <laughs> yeah. When it cuts away, it's clearly like someone just chunked a Hot Wheels car. It was such a model. It was so So stupid. fake. And they were like... Christopher Reeve's gonna pop up and try to take his pulse. Yeah, <laughs> but, seems dead. <laughs> yeah, the special effects were just outrageous. Not to mention, it looked like that truck fell off a cliff and into <laughs> that thing. It did not look like he drove in. No, there. it was a ramp. No, the physics sure. there. Yeah. <laughs> that was. It was so such wild. a toy truck. <laughs> the special effects in this movie are way worse than yeah. the movie we're about to review. <laughs> yeah, and it and came much, out ten yeah. years later. Yeah. So much later in the effect, and was probably given a lot of money to do it. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that was my the obviously fake body. And check the pulse. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> that is, that's a good one. And just came out like the biggest. <sighs> great. <laughs> like the, They've done it again. They, those darn kids. Those darn kids. Damn it. <laughs> so. Andrew, was yours the same as Jill's? Pure moods? Yes, yeah, pure absolutely. Moods. <laughs> yeah. How? Couldn't figure it out. <laughs> all right. Well, that wraps up our awards. So all that's left to do for Village of the Damned is to go through our ranking system and apply some scores. So as always with our horror movies, we're going to start with the scare scale. So we got how scary was there jump scares? Mm. <laughs> what was the overall scare feel for you on this one jill i give this scare a four whoa okay there are not a lot of jump scares no but four i will say oh i feel real weird now okay there's something <laughs> so disturbing about the concept of forcing you to kill yourself and you're out of control. Yes, yeah. there is something, but you're fully aware of what's happening. Absolutely. The fear on everyone's faces as they're fully aware of what they're about to do to themselves, it's like, that's the only scary part of the happening, too, is that, like, people just, it's unsettling when people just start killing themselves. So I think the concept, and especially, it's not just that they're killing themselves, and that they're being forced to, and that they're aware of it, it's the fact that it's children doing it. Like, there's something so creepy about children. This one barely made the cut over Children of the Corn for me, but it did because of the mind control factor. Yeah, yeah. Like, what? Ah. I gotta be honest, Jill. I am shocked that you just gave this movie a four. I guess when you look at it, conceptually if it was happening in real life it'd be scary but this movie was <laughs> was i will say there wasn't a second in this movie where i felt like oh this is a this could be really happening there wasn't not one at second. all no the scariest thing that um, happened was when the alien baby popped up <laughs> and that wasn't scary at all so i'm going with a hard one for this one uh just I feel like I might not have a great idea of how scoring works because I was gonna, <laughs> give, I was gonna give it a one just for the children walking in unison. That's all I had. No, that's yeah. fair. Like, yeah, there's, there's one creepy moment. Okay, you get a one. Yeah, but a no four? time in this movie was I just like, oh man, what's gonna happen? Is Ben gonna blow up? No, um, like I did not care. First of all, <laughs> didn't care if Ben died. I don't know if that helps, but 
I feel like, I mean, honestly, I wish there had been more people dying in this movie. I felt it really lacked in that department. Not enough death. Not enough yeah, death happened. So, but what blows my mind is you compare this to the, what was it? Children of the Corn. Children of the no, Corn. No, 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 no. Mark Wahlberg vehicle. Oh, the, oh, the happening. Oh, the fucking happening. <laughs> as bad as this movie was, I think the happening takes the cake on that By all movies. means, that movie's yeah. garbage. <laughs> so I'm saying the only slightly disturbing thing about that movie is just the way people just stop and then just start killing, killing themselves. themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, I mean, there is something pretty frightening about uh, cutting yourself open with a scalpel. That's pretty rough. That's yeah, rough. very disturbing. But yeah. Maybe it's childhood me that is still terrified of yeah. So what you're saying is this movie is an al- allegory for alcoholism. I think I was pretty clear that's what I was saying. Yeah, I, that's yeah. what it feels to me. Blaine? <laughs> okay, apparently this movie is super scary and Kirstie Alley is the most beautiful woman in the world in Jill's time. I, I don't get I, it. I, and most interesting, at least in this movie, I would say. Well, let's move on to the next category. Okay. Suspense. So did you have that sense of foreboding or nervousness anywhere throughout the movie? What is your suspense score, Jill? I give it a two for suspense. And that's because, you know, you see the toddler in her high chair, the mom's cooking soup, and you're like, what the hell is she about to do? And her eyes start glowing, and you're like, she pissed about her soup? What's happening? And then she throws her hand in the pot, and it's just, Definitely not, definitely not the appropriate reaction for what happened. Uh, yeah. yeah. I also think when you're just like, you know, their eyes start glowing, you're like, ooh, how are they going to do it? What are, what are they going to do? Mm. I can mm-hmm. see that. Like, okay. I can see that. I'll agree. Because there was a suspenseful moment with figuring out whether Christopher Reeve was going to be able to block them out long enough for the bomb. That's to a off. tense scene. That's tense. So I'm going to give it a two- it's still super dumb and <laughs> not that suspenseful because all it is is it just a flash. They keep flashing to a brick wall. And that's then his mind. I know it's his mind, but that's what it was. Again, this movie would have been a lot shorter if it were me. But <laughs> We also don't talk about the fact that Christopher Reeve sacrificed himself. Yeah, he did. I feel like he could have just ran. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you could yeah yeah so i'm going with the two andrew suspense well i mean i i guess i didn't have a whole lot i mean the most suspenseful was uh i mean i don't i can't even think of one moment where i was like this is tense because i mean i kind of knew how the movie was gonna end but uh i don't know i mean even the beginnings was a little suspenseful you know what? What is happening? That that was pretty okay, but I I mean, at most I don't know if I could give this movie over a one for suspense. Uh, that is super fair. <laughs> All right, that wraps up suspense. <laughs> now I gotta go to plot and characters. Mm-hmm. Um, so as always, this is how we feel about the plot from a conceptual view. How do we feel about the characters? Were they strong, unique, interesting characters? Uh, Jill, take it away. I'm going to go two and a half. 2.5 for Jill. Okay. 
I feel like the plot's fairly original. I mean... Mm-hmm. Well, it is a remake, so not that original. Sure. The, still. But I see what you're saying. Um, I will say the characters are the least interesting thing about this. Because <laughs> I could not differentiate one woman from another in this town. The only one who I knew was different was Christopher Reeves' wife, and that's because she was half Asian. <laughs> All of the other women were completely and totally interchangeable to me, and for that matter, most of the men. I gotta agree, Jill. All white people do look alike. Um, <laughs> now, um, <laughs> and I noticed that uh, the preacher's wife, which I, not a Whitney Houston movie, but the preacher's wife in this movie is. Uh, the only like non-blonde white lady in this movie. Yeah, she's she also looking. looked just like Malachi from *Children of the Corn*. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll have to re- revisit it, I guess. Um, I didn't see it, but I mean, hey, okay, okay. So I'm gonna go a little less than you. <laughs> I will give the plot some points because. It is an interesting concept. All the pregnancies happening at the same time, after the pass out, what's going on. There is a little bit of mystery behind it. So I'm going to give it a two, mostly on the plot, because I agree the characters are shit, except for Kirstie Alley. I'll give her some credit, because oh. she's the only one that's a little different. Like, I mean, she's the only one that, I mean, has kind of a character, really. I mean, yeah. everybody else is boring as shit except for the kids her the kids like even, and carlton i mean carlton's okay carlton's a wild card yeah. but christopher reeves just super just straight the whole time until the end where he makes like the, uh, oh, the grimace the face, face which yeah. was terrible mm-hmm. but yeah they were just emotionless yeah yeah, yeah. so i'm going with the two okay all right i mean Again, I'm. I think that's all fair. I'm gonna go with a five because no, <laughs> son a of a bitch, <laughs> on Kirstie Alley. On just Kirstie <laughs> Alley. Uh, no, I think two point five is good for this movie. I mean, I, I would say from the beginning of this movie till about the births, I think this is a genuinely scary idea. Of people passing out, all becoming pregnant, and having to deal with that on that level. I don't think this movie dealt with that in a real good way. Um, No. Again, like you said, this was a remake. And I've never seen the remake, so I don't know what it's like. But the first part is really strong and then just really turns to shit really quickly. Um, Dirt. Yeah, just Just really turns to shit. And... Uh, 2.5 is that first part plus Kirstie Alley for me. That's where I give the 2.5. That's fair. That's fair. All right, so that brings us to acting. What did you think of the performances? Okay. What would you score this, Jill? It's hard to say because they're all over the map. (laughs) Because... Very much so. Kirstie Alley and Carlton 
They really brought it. Carl. Yeah, Carl Carlton went hard. On he it. he said, "I'm on screen for two minutes," but God I damn. really believed he wanted to fight a child. Yeah, for sure. I, oh, I there is no would. doubt in my mind that Carlton wanted to get in a physical altercation. And the preacher's wife. Yeah, I think the casting director for yes. this movie just saw him on the side of the road trying to fight a child. Yeah, like, you you would be perfect. You are Carlton. I hate those bastards. <laughs> just so mad about it. But like we said with the characters, everyone else was just like. Completely Ooh. undifferentiable. Straight like, wallpaper. Just what? Yeah. Yeah. Even the other white guy who died early on was very close to Christopher Reeves. Appear like yeah. in, in appearance. Like, yeah. I mean that that was could have been Christopher Reeves' like brother. Yeah. Honestly. Um, but <laughs> I don't know if you guys know this, but I do remember this now that you're saying that at his funeral. There was only Christopher Reeve, his wife, Ben's wife, and the fucking uh, uh, Crocodile Denise's wife were standing in front of the coffin. I'm like, what? Why are you four there? Like, you're not related. Like, I don't understand what's going on here. They're all the same family. Apparently. And everybody else is kind of like around the perimeter. It was just real weird uh, procession. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so what did you give it for acting? You haven't given it a score yet. I didn't. I'm going to interrupt it. I'm going to give it a two. Two. Okay, I am going to go with a one and a half. Because it was just so down the line. <laughs> like, And I hate child actors, by the way. So I think mm-hmm. yeah. most of the, they're always shit. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't say that about these kids. Well, I mean, they were... Ch- they were playing really down the line characters, so it wasn't yeah. like a stretch for them. They were just okay, be emotionless, got it. But everyone else, everyone, these big actors, what what I would call them, yeah, they, were just kind of. I'm just gonna cash the check and get out of here. That's what it seemed like. Well, I showed up. Be yeah. happy about it. I yeah. showed up. Thank you. Here's I'm doing two takes, and I swear to God, I'm in my yeah. car. So yeah. they definitely didn't give give it their all. I'll say, except for Carlton and the preacher's wife. Preacher's wife probably hadn't been in much, and she she this, was like, "I'm running with it." She's like, "I got my foot in the door, finally, baby. We're gonna make it. They're gonna remember me. They're gonna, I'm gonna remember get so many that. calls after this." I like that no one even questioned the. F- so you're telling me we're gonna go after these kids with these flames? Uh, I'm sure. <laughs> that seemed that's straight out of the movie Frankenstein. It's <laughs> oh, a real. Your husband died. Now it's a problem. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we get it. Okay, <laughs> we see how this works. Um, I thought Mara was wasn't bad either. And again, I hate child actors too. Well, I, I'm sticking with my 1.5. I'm okay. just saying you came after the children. In a very Carlton way. So I just felt like... Do I mean, you want to fight these kids? That's why I wanted to see it. I want to see I, some kids get punched. But when's but, the last time you heard a child say something with zero emotion in their voice? I would say for these kids to be able to take all the emotion out of their voice and be completely... And by kids, like only that. two of them talk. This is, well, three. Because you got the kid that got the broom hit, too. Oh, and then, well, and then the one girl says she doesn't want to go home. So, maybe three. Look, I'm but not saying we're it right doesn't all matter. the time. One and a half. That's what I'm sticking with. <laughs> okay. Andrew, what's your score? 
Um, I again, I'm gonna say something controversial. I thought David was shit. I didn't. I know the movie wants me to like him, but I just don't trust him. And uh-huh. I thought the actor was. I mean, again, kid actors. It's hard for me, but uh, whatever. <laughs> but I mean, acting wise, this movie was atrocious. Um, but, <laughs> but and uh, again, it just. I think Kirstie Alley wanted to run with it. That preacher's wife wanted to run with it. Mark Hamill has couldn't have been less interesting in this movie. <laughs> Absolutely couldn't have been. I mean, Christopher Reeve couldn't have been less interesting. I mean, I, I just didn't care. I just <laughs> no. didn't care. Especially given the circumstances. No. Like, what's I, happening? I just did not care at all. I mean, it. it's whatever. But you're right. I think... <laughs> The characters that made the biggest impact are Carlton, uh, Kirstie <laughs> Alley, the preacher's wife, and uh, from the kids, at most, I would give Maura an okay. You know, everybody else is, like I said, wallpaper. Just don't Just care. It's terrible. <laughs> and don't have any feelings for them either way or another. Even Ben. Like, when Ben died, I was like, mm, well, maybe you shouldn't fuck with these kids. I don't know what to tell you, Ben. So what's the score? Oh yeah, probably need to do that. This movie gets a solid one for me, um, acting wise. Cause I'll even say, and call this crazy, I I think the acting was better in Sleepaway Camp. To be honest, I mean you're not completely wrong. Okay, <laughs> we'd have to reassess. Yeah. Um, all right. So final category, entertainment value. Would you watch it again? How would you feel about it? Go for it. Well, obviously, I would watch it again. This is mm-hmm. not the first time I've watched this movie. Yes. So, I give the entertainment value of three. Okay. Um, I'm not itching to rewatch this <laughs> one. Um, I did love the runtime; quite short, so it's not a it's not a huge commitment. Mm-hmm. But it's not it's not great. It's not great. I'm gonna give it a one point five for entertainment value. Because there could have been way more death. Yep. It could have been a lot more excitement going on. We only saw, I mean, apart from the one shootout with all the cops, but they killed each other. It wasn't even, I don't know, 1.5 left me wanting more. And that that. cop scene, it was like, okay, this is too much chaos. I didn't ask for this. (laughs) Like, this is too much in one one period of time. But 1.5, I get that. Okay. Yep. Andrew, how about you? I'm gonna go with Jill. I think three. Um, I there's entertainment here for sure. I mean, I found entertainment here. Um, I don't know if it's what they wanted me to entertain by. <laughs> I was very much entertained by Kirstie Alley. I think we've discussed that. Um, uh, there are, I mean, there are parts that I enjoyed, like Carlton and little things. But I mean, I, and I would watch it again. I I would wa- definitely watch this again. So. I mean, I'm not saying I'd enjoy it, but I would watch it again. Uh, so three. Three for me. Okay. Well, that rounds it out. And that concludes our judgments on John Carpenter's Village of the Damned. Tune in next week for the conclusion of this battle with Return of the Living Dead. If you're enjoying our show, please subscribe and leave a five-star review. See you next week. <laughs>